Greetings, Chase, our fam. How you doing today, tonight, or wherever you are? I hope that all is well. I hope that your heart is secure and balanced. And I hope that all is well. If it's not, I want to remind you that it's okay not to be okay. And find a way to release those things that's in your heart. Because like I say, always say in the end, out of the heart flows the issues of life. What that means is what's in your heart is going to come out of your mouth. It's going to come out in your actions. It's going to come out. You can't suppress things because your heart will always reveal it. So that's the shade verse today. Just release that and let go. Today, I want to speak about something that personally I've, that I know I've, I've, I have issues with. And I know others have issues with whether you're in a new relationship, an old relationship, or whether you aren't dating at all, or you experienced it in some at some place in your life, especially after a certain level of dating. Some people may have only dated once or twice and have dealt with this. Some people are virgins still and have dealt with this. And this is this fear. See, the thing is, fear fear has a way of making any person, no matter what the status, religious background, color, how much money you you have, it doesn't matter. Fear can cripple and paralyze all of us. I know that there's a deep paralyzing fear about the ball being dropped. Let me explain. When it comes to the ball being dropped, pretty much some of us have had one, maybe two, maybe more bad experiences in relationships with our family members, with our mothers, our fathers, with our managers, with co-workers, with especially romantic partners. And in the area of the in the romantic apartment, those that have had a lot of them like myself. We tend to be afraid of a good thing. Just stay with me for a moment. Sometimes something, sometimes some people can be, be too perfect. Like, ain't no way this person is just loving and kind and all these different things. And it's no stipulations to this thing. And sometimes it really is just that. Some people really are just good people. And they want something real and intentional with you. But the thing about that is, but the thing about that is, is that we must be open to love and however it comes. And if we are afraid, some if we're afraid somewhere back of our minds that the ball is going to drop, then we have to consider where is that coming from. You know, why we've been triggered to feel that way. And the thing is, everyone isn't the same. And, and that's easy said than done. If you've had some bad experiences, you're going to relive them some type of way, especially with pain. See, some emotions we will feel, some, some, well, some emotions linger longer than others. 
negative emotions tend to linger longer for whatever reason. Pain, grief, sadness, depression. When you when you think about something that pissed you off or made you mad, those things or those memories or those images will linger longer than the positive things like love, joy, bliss. You know, things that change your life. You know, maybe smile on your children's face. Maybe, you know, that that partner. Maybe that aunt that always gave you, that always gave you a couple dollars. Or, you know, just it, it's easier to be negative and positive. It's almost like, did you know that being positive costs us? And that's what I mean. Don't you know that people that smile a lot, they they end up developing smile lines? <laughs> yeah, they end up developing smile lines. Like like smiling a lot will cause you to get smile lines. And some say crow's feet in certain areas. And it's like we live in a society, even your face will reject <laughs> bliss or happiness or laughter. And the thing is, this is sad, it's true. Some of us have had more bad experiences than good. Some of us have more good experiences than bad. Some probably had no bad experiences. And those people, <laughs> I love you. <laughs> we need to be friends. But the truth of the matter is we base our prior experiences off. off we, we, we base our, our present situations off our prior experiences. And pretty much we sometimes we're waiting for the ball to drop sometimes we're waiting for things to happen or things not to work itself out because somebody lied to us and sometimes the worst of the worst can happen even with the best person the person that really loves us and waiting for the ball to drop it's not a good feeling because it's like you're constantly waiting for that moment to drop so that you're ready to let go. One of one of my toxic traits is if someone leaves my life or if someone vocalizes to me or if they tell me I don't want you in my life. Like if someone say I don't want to be with you anymore. It's like because I'm so accustomed to it. I will I like I don't give them time to even process anything after that you know what I mean or men anything after that like immediately like what I would do anything they gave me I would throw it away any <laughs> any memory I have of them any photos we took I like literally within within the next 30 minutes or hour I say every memory of us every video I probably took I probably posted literally <laughs> I'm not going to hold on to that. And it's like, when people are so quick to leave and someone wants to leave, you're like, deuces. And you get to a place where your peace is more important. It's like, you care about yourself so much that somebody don't want you. You're not going to feel rejected. You're going you're gonna to appreciate them for being honest and let them move the hell on. And... You know, I've had some situations with my partner where he, we've had some moments, and I've like thrown some stuff away. Like, 
Mm. You know what I mean? Because um, the moment that someone decides not to be with me, or the moment that some somebody decides not to not to want want to be with me, why am I holding on to your stuff? Why? What's the purpose? You know, and some people want them. I, I no longer hold on to people or things that don't want me. I don't. I no longer invite myself to places that I'm not invited to. And it's because I want to. Be, I want to be a priority. I want. I want to be special in your life. And I think we all go through certain things. And maybe that's not a toxic thing. Maybe it's just the way that I've learned how to do things. I don't hold on to things. I don't sit up there and try to try to make it work all the time like look I if, if I put my best foot forward and I and it don't work then I can say I put my best foot forward so it's just a mindset that I I've had for a while but it's still this still applies to you know waiting for the waiting for the hammer to drop waiting for the ball to drop you're just waiting for that. You're waiting for someone to be fake. Like, ha, ha, ha. I'm not really, I really don't love you. Da, da, da. It's like you're waiting for the bad news. And it's out of trauma. It's out of things that, you know, that you've experienced. Some people have never experienced real love. And once they experience it, they don't know how to. It's like they don't know how to take it. And. You know, when somebody really loves you, you can't you can't control them. You can't manipulate them with your words or actions. Now, if if there is any gullibility or I don't know if gullibility is a word, but if, if of course feelings and things, you're going to be gullible, you're going to be vulnerable. But if you are dealing with a certain type of person that's been through a lot, their BS, their BS skill is <laughs> like they have none. Like I'm not going to deal with any BS. If somebody's just tired, you know, you can't use games and manipulations and things you've used in your past relationships because it is what it is. Some people, that's how it is. You you can't play games with some people because so many, so many other people have played games with them. So we have to be careful on how we treat the hearts of those that we love. And throughout life, things happen. And unexplainable things. Things that you're like, what in the hell? Like, I'm pretty sure we had what in the hell moments. Like, what in the hell? You know, and I've recently had a what in the hell moment. And this one hell moment is like, really? <laughs> you know, and it makes you wonder. It makes you just look at life differently. So... I don't have time for the what if the hammer drops or what if the ball drops moments. I do have them. But but I'm in a place where I no, I no longer want to have them. I want to believe in real love. I want to be in this headspace where this thing is real. Or there are I mean there is someone who wants to love me at that level. And who loves me at that level so it's hard sometimes to be in the headspace if people have manipulated you and haven't been honest with you 
And when you are when you dealt with a lot of liars, sometimes you don't know what somebody's telling the truth because you're so used to liars. When people mistreating your heart or, or mishandling your heart, I mean. So I know this is a hard message, but hard H-A-R-D message, but it's also a heart message, H-E-A-R-T. And in order to have balance or this realness and no romanticism or none of that, just real deal, straight truth, we have to stop waiting for the ball to drop. It's like we have to trust that this thing is real. And I think that's why some people would rather run and stay in something real. It's easy to quit something that you don't understand and run to what you're familiar with. Run to those same types that you're familiar with because that's what you're used to. But when it's somebody that's different, when it's somebody that that's totally different from what you didn't, you've ever dealt with, it's going to be a struggle sometimes because those same techniques, those same things... I'm not going to say games, but those same little things that work with them and won't work with this person. And I think that makes it hard to stay with someone that isn't what, what you're used to dealing with. It is, isn't, oh, you're not used to that type of person. And if I'm honest, I know I'm not everybody's cup of tea. Maybe from image, if you like, if you, if you like the type of woman I am, like physically, Physically, I'm a beautiful woman. I know that. But the but the things I've experienced in the past is that a guy would compliment me and you're beautiful, you're this, and you're natural and all this. But once I began to get serious with him and life began to happen, he began to see that I'm not this perfect woman. Or I'm not this woman that he can control. Like, I speak up for myself. I can vocalize how I feel that I have my flaws. It's like the magic of me being beautiful, it fades away. (laughs) And it's like, because I speak up for myself, because I'm vocal, because I'm quiet at times, because I can be passive aggressive, because I, I do have certain traits that some people don't know unless they're in relationship with me. When those things begin to show up, it's like I reject it because of that. I reject it because the image that had, because the image that they may have had in my head, or the, or the image that they may have had in their head about me, it's not. It don't match up. They don't match up with the fantasy of me. And I think the same goes for me in other relationships. I've fantas I've fantasize about this is who he is but they don't want skin to know him like that's not who he is at all that's who I want him to be and I think once we be, once we stop fantasizing once we stop putting people in a, in that position to to be that fantasy for us I think we accept the realism of them when people show you who they are believe them don't try to look over it and I think that makes it easier to rise in love I would say 
it's easier to stay have that staying power because you're not loving a fake version of that a fake version that you want them to be you're loving the real them and I think that's what true love falls like really sets in because people want want people to be who they want them to be but accepting someone for who they really are that's a hard thing to do at times and waiting for the ball to drop waiting for the hammer to fall that's a real thing even in marriages even in premarital counseling and basic counseling some people still afraid of someone leaving them some people have certain things that they haven't dealt with and this thing called love it comes unexpectedly it it feels like a kidnapping (laughs) it kidnaps your heart (laughs) and you don't know what to do and you're confused and you're trying to see is this this not normal for me to feel this way it's not normal for me to do this for this person I wouldn't usually go this far for anybody and it's like you're fighting against yourself for a while and I think so many of us we're afraid of that real love some of us say we want it but when we present it and when it's presented to us in the form of a person when when a word becomes flesh it's like Jesus was the word made flesh uh, when that when that person is in front of you, when you're interacting with them, when you're kissing them, when you are involved with them, and you're seeing them, you're smelling them, it's different. It's like begging your parents for for that bike or that gift. Once you get it, it feels so real, and fear sets in, and this fear is what causes so many people to leave and run and hide. And like, this thing is too good to be true. No. You give it away to somebody else and then within a short period of time or whenever you have a realization, sometimes years and decades down the line, like, man, that was a good woman. That was a good man. And you let it go because you wasn't ready. Because it was you wasn't ready for that level of realness. See, it's easy to say, I want a real person. I want someone who's gonna be there for me. And we can pray, we can pray about it, we can manifest that, whatever terminology you want to use, but that's to get real with it. It's not easy, is it? It's not easy when that person right in front of your face. When you're having arguments and you're having disagreements, when that person isn't who you want them to be. But once we realize that that person was never supposed to be the person we want them to be, that person who God wants them to be, and and once we release that image, then on then we'll be able to fully engulf ourselves into this thing called love. Love will get you out of bed. Love will cause you to get out of your feelings and it's people that have gotten in full blown arguments 
and you're laughing afterwards as if you never argued. It's people that have received the, you may have received the worst news in the world. You may have just had a death in the family. That same love will bring understanding to a, a broken heart. Some people have never felt this deep, intense, real intentional, God-like love. And this is the type of love I'm talking about. And I'm always almost crying just talking about it. Because when you get it, it's too good to be true. And that's what you tell yourself. This person's too good to be true. This person is too pretty for me. This person's too handsome for me. This person's too good to me. And it's because you convince yourself that you deserve less because you settle for less. But it's not necessarily you settle for less. It's that people present themselves to be who, who they weren't. And because you rose in love with them in that state, you rose in love with the fake them. When the real them came out, you 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 accepted all that BS. And you did settle. But every day is a new day. Give it a chance. Give it a chance. I never thought that I'd be in love with anyone outside of my ex-husband because I thought you only get one true love. That's 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 how I was raised. You get married, you fall in love. Well, and I fall when you rise in love, and that's it. There's nobody else. That's how I was raised. So, in my heart, I'm like, would I ever love someone <laughs> on that depth again? And I'm finding myself to be in that place, and it's scary. <laughs> Some days. It's scary some days. You're in a blissful place. So, I would encourage anyone listening to this to continue on your journey of life and love. Seeking God, self-love. And no matter where you are, don't be afraid. I've been hurt again. Don't be afraid of lies because I hate to burst that bubble, <laughs> that love bubble. But that person you love so much, you'll want to kill them some days. They will, they will lie to you. They will disappoint you. They will hurt you because they're human just like you. They're not God. They're going to make more mistakes than they really want to. It's going to, you probably hear, I apologize more than I love you. And the, the, re, the realness of it all is that sometimes people don't know where they want to be because they're not who they, they're not who they need to be. And real love will show people who they really are. And until they met you, they didn't know who they were. So that's the reason why they're going through this transformation because they're, they're experiencing true love. And God is our true love. 
like when people experience true love, they really experience. When we experience true love, we experience God, the true nature of God. And it's like God will rush in and change that person through love, through loving someone else. That's why love is the most powerful thing in the world. Love is a whole belief system in itself. Some would call it religion, a whole religion. Because every belief system depends on love. Love keeps the water running. Love keeps you getting out of bed every day. When For anyone that loves doing their job, it will wake you up every day. See, I love my daughters. They get me up every day, even on the days where I need an extra 15 minutes. My youngest daughter, even though it frustrates the hell out of me, but I love her for doing that. I remind her I thank her for doing that. She watched she watch me so closely. My youngest daughter would get bowls out and spoons. Well, then sometimes she would get she would get uh, the oatmeal out. <laughs> mommy, uh, mommy, are you going to cook some oatmeal this morning? She'd get it with the milk and the, she'd get the sugar out. And, excuse my nose, y'all. And she would do all that. And sometimes they just make some cereal and feed themselves. And that's why I love the stage where they are right now because they are in a place of maturity. I don't have to do as much. And that's the same with love. Sometimes love will surprise us. In the moment we're not looking for it, the moment we're comfortable with life, we're on our life purpose, we're loving, loving ourselves, that's when love will show itself up. And you're like, I don't want no love right now. I'm all about myself. And we, and we, and sometimes love will find us in our most selfish state. It will. And, and that's what happened to me. So, I'm just saying, excuse my nose, y'all. This weather has been kind of crazy. So, sometimes it's just trying to do something, but it's not going to stop the segment. So, wherever you are, whether you're okay when you're not looking, not looking is the best place because when love finds you, that person won't be the type the type of person that you're looking for. For anyone that's old school, anybody that's that watch Family Matters, I'm sure, and that's case you have, and I'll let you know. It was this nerdy next door neighbor called, well, his name was Steve Urkel. He was scientific. He wore pants way up, heist up. He wore suspenders, and he had these big old feet and these big old glasses and weird snork. And this beautiful next-door neighbor, Laura, he loved her. He would come and eat breakfast with the family. He ignored the hell out of her. So I grew up on, I grew up on this movie. I'm on this show. And in the end, he pursued her in every way. He tried dating, uh, dating someone else. It just wasn't the same. He even transformed himself into an uh, alter ego, Stefan, who was totally different to him. And she liked Stefan, but she, it's like, even though Stefan was more of the type of guy she would have liked to be with, but she found herself rising in love with Steve. And in the end, Steve was the type 
he wasn't the type that she was looking for but his heart what type of heart he had his heart he had the type of heart that she needed to love her properly and sometimes God won't bring you somebody that is your type someone you used to God will bring you someone that's totally different someone you would never imagine if you would never pick them out of crowd if you met them <laughs> in just an organic way you would never like pick them out like no I'm not going to pick them out and that's okay it's okay to not for someone not to be your type or you not to be someone's type that's a good thing it means that sometimes that type wasn't meant to be with them in the first place. And I think by us having a type in the, in the first place, it causes us to be in bad relationships or just situationships or whatever you, or just bad situations, okay? But love is here, you know, and we need to be open to it. Don't be afraid of dropping of the hammering dropping or the ball dropping because that's when real relationships are being tested the testing actually happens when things go on when 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 stuff go down when it goes down <laughs> in the deal when it goes down when they when when you are struggling with your finances, when you're struggling with your health, mentally, you want to kill yourself. When you're dealing with family issues, when people are dying, that's when you begin to see the real them, their real intentions come out. And that supersedes any argument, any disagreement, even any character traits that you may not like. See, love overlooks all these things love is patient love is kind love keeps no records wrong love is not love is not petty love forgives love is love love is gentle love is tender and caring <laughs> have to look at the heart of the person their true intentions and that's going to show you like, is this the person for me? Now, if you have that person, hold on to them. Because people like that are hard to find. But thank you for listening. And I really hope that this segment spoke spoke on a couple of things. And I know these segments are getting realer and realer. Because things are getting realer and realer for me. I thank everyone is, that have been there from me speaking about me being divorced to the things I had to go through to dating and now I'm being in love. Thank you for taking this journey with me. But I will continue to bring great and relevant content. And I hope that this really spoke to your heart because it came out of mine very deep. From a very deep place. So I hope this is received. 
into the one that loves me with his heart. I thank you. For loving such a flaw in an individual as myself. So, thank you for listening. Uh, may God continue to bless you in every aspect of life. And let's release things out of our heart. If you love someone, let them know. Anyways, thank you for listening. And remember, and remember that out of heart flows the issues of life. Chase Art.